always do with this child. Welcome back, folks. That's a new segment I like to call Get Big Enough Until Kanye West Sends Us a Cease and Desist. Shout out, Kanye. All right, we're on episode two of the Future Degenerate podcast. I'm your host, Alex Braley, and I want some money, which is exactly what I'd be saying if I recorded last week's episode because I went 5-0 and very quickly. And to say that I'm still on a hot streak, I'd be lying. My bookie is smiling with a big, fat, happy belly this morning. And I am unbelievably mad. Fuck you, Andy Dalton. Um, oh, I'm sorry. This episode is brought to you by... Let me find the paper. Braley and Sons Movers. For all your moving needs... Call Braley and Sons and we will be there at your nearest convenience. From couches, from ottomans, from your grandmother's old dresser wide, you still have that thing. I don't fucking know. But for all your moving needs, call Braley and Sons Movers. Alright. So, I didn't record last week. I was in Portland And I had, you know, I dig, you know, I dug into the vegetables a little bit, you know, a little bit of vegetables, magic vegetables, you could call them. Um, But the football picks I gave last week, I'm not going to let you guys get by the fact that I went perfect. Also with the Lakers pick, went perfect, went perfect last week for the picks I gave out on the show. I went six and one total. I started off five and oh, beginner's luck. Yeah, probably. The heartbreak came this week, so wait for that. Um, so yeah, to finish up last week, I was wrong about the Heat in the finals. Somehow they pulled Game Five out of their ass. I don't know how. Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler next year. Watch the hell out. Watch the hell out for that whole team next year. They get one more piece. That team is gonna be something special. Tyler Hero needs to bulk up a little bit, start playing a little bit of defense, but that kid's gonna be special. Also, he hit that. Dagger for, I think I had Lakers minus seven, and they, yeah, Lakers minus seven, and they're up eight, and Tyler Hero hit a three to end it. Yep, that one hurt. So yeah, I was wrong about the Heat in the finals, congratulations to the Lakers, blah, 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 LeBron sucks, nobody cares. And for football that week, in my notes here, all I really have is halftime sucks. Who gives a fuck about halftime? It literally just gives the players a chance to cramp up and slow down. If you've ever played sports, fuck halftime. Just keep going. I don't know, you know, maybe make it a long-ass timeout. Who the fuck needs halftime? Fuck halftime. No more halftimes if I had any say, say of it. Um, also, I had down... Are the, are the Dolphins good? Are the Dolphins actually good? They got Fitzmagic under center, who can, you know, either look like Tom Brady in his prime or Jameis Winston on a cold, rainy night. And their their defense isn't looking bad. And uh, I'm pretty sure Tua's starting next week. That might be interesting. It might be very interesting. I would love to see the Dolphins be good. They're just a feel-good story of the year, I feel like. 
So yeah, I I think the Dolphins might actually be fucking good, and I'm kind of excited for it. Um, another thing I saw last week was there was a catch in the Bills Raiders game, and I have no clue what's considered a catch to a fumble when the receiver's catching the ball. How long do they have to have it in their possession, or how many steps do they have to take before it counts as a fumble when the def- defensive player hits it out? It's one of those old-time bar arguments, let the drunk guy in the bar make the decision kind of plays, and I just simply, I don't understand. I don't understand whatsoever. I could not tell you. How frustrating is it to watch a team run the ball third or second and long and see them fucking go nowhere? Pass the fucking ball. Do a little screen pass. Do a little something. No, let's just run it right up the gut, right into a fucking nose tackle. That's a good idea. Fucking second and 14. Are you kidding me? Jesus, I should be an NFL coach. I'd kill it. For football Sunday this past week, my luck has fucking run out. Went 3-3 three and three on Sunday. Not bad. Very good in the early slate. Very good in the early slate. And then I uh, kind of got fucked in the end. I ended Sunday even, and then I decided to get a little cocky on Monday night. Placed a couple big bets down and laid some goose eggs, you could say. So I'm not not too fucking happy about that. But I'll get to I'll get to the game specifics in a minute. First, let's talk. Let's talk about the Bears being five and one. The Bears five and one. That doesn't even sound right to say, really. Mitch Trubisky's out, as in they benched him out. Nick Foles, I don't know why people are so crazy about Nick Foles. Yes, he had that run in the playoffs. Yes, he beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yes, he had a good stretch in the playoffs. Other than that, what the fuck has Nick Foles even done? Like, seriously, he's all he's done after that is look incompetent, really. He looks like Andy Dalton, but with a bigger dick. That's some very inside football. If you're deep enough into football, you know that Nick Foles has a fucking hog on him. Uh, Yeah, he threw 106 yards and had a TD and an interception. That guy is some lucky the Bears' defense is insane. And how was... Carolina was minus two. How was Carolina favored in that game? Especially when... Well, I'll tell you how they were favored. The the Bears are the worst 5-1 team ever, I think. Total 45 for the over-under. That makes sense. Not great teams. And I just think Bridgewater can only tread water for so long. Yeah. Great fucking pun, I know. That was sick. Steelers-Browns, easiest bet I've ever made. Ben and Schuster didn't even... They didn't even really show up at all. Arguably, their two best players, well, at least on the offensive side of the ball, didn't even really show up. They beat them by 30. And yes, their defense is incredible, but Browns, my God, what are you guys doing? Their defense is just as good as how good your offense is, really. You got arguably the two best, the best, I would say the best receiver tandem in the league. Yeah, you can talk about Baker, his ribs being hurt and all that, but I mean, at the end of the day, Baker's a gamer and I don't think he'd even want to hear that kind of shit. And Nick Chubb is out, but they also have Kareem Hunt to back him up. So, well, if you're Michael Irving, cunt, Kareem cunt, anybody else hear that last week? That was pretty fucking wild. Not going to lie. Um, so yeah, Pitt was minus three and a half. I took Pitt, easy bet, total 50. 
You probably should have taken the under in that game, if anything, because Pittsburgh defense really is that good. And especially the Browns coming off a good win. You just ex- can't expect the Browns to keep it going, really. I mean, the Browns the Browns are exactly what you think they are. They're going to end up 7-9. and nine. Everything's going to be flashy, and they're going to be fun. But at the end of the day, they're still the fucking Browns. And this is probably going to be their best season in, what, 30 years? I mean, Browns, if you're a Browns fan, then congrats, I guess. Have fun. Uh, Ravens-Philly. Ravens-Philly. I bet the over in this game. It was at 46.5, and, and I just thought for the Ravens in general that was too low. But also, I, I, I like Philly, especially since Dak went out. They, I mean, who's going to win the NFC East? The Giants. Redskins throw in Dwayne Haskins again and see what he can do. They're going to run away with the NFC East and it's not even going to be fucking close. Um yeah, I think they could I think the Eagles could go 5 and 11 and still make the playoffs this year. That would be actually wild. Can you imagine they go 5 and 11, they go in there and win a playoff game, make the NFC Championship? Carson Wentz, I don't give up on Carson Wentz yet. I think Carson Wentz can fucking play. That guy, I mean, Nick Foles, when Nick Foles was there with the Eagles, who's to say if Carson Wentz isn't healthy, Carson Wentz doesn't do the same exact thing Nick Foles did. I mean, that that Eagles team that year was disgusting. Not trying to discredit, well, yeah, no, fuck that. I am trying to discredit Nick Foles. This is an anti-Nick Foles podcast. I don't know why, but I don't like the fucking guy. I don't like looking at him. Fuck Nick Foles. Uh, Lamar, I don't know, the allure with Lamar kind of, it's kind of gone away for me. Yeah, he still rushed for 100 yards, but, I mean, I don't think Philly's defense is great. And I don't know what it is about Lamar this year, but for some reason it's just not, uh, it's not snapping quite like it did last year. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I just haven't watched him enough. Maybe he hasn't played enough football yet. I don't know. Miles Sanders injured, that hurt. I mean, but like I said, they could go 5-11 and and still win the NFC East. So I don't know how bad he's injured. I didn't look at the injury report, but I just know he's injured, and that's not great. Baltimore was minus 9.5. Even I I think that's a little too high because I really just – I don't think the Phillies are that – or the, the Eagles are that bad. Not at all. Phillies. I don't even watch baseball. Yeah, if you think I'm going to talk any lick of baseball on this podcast, you are wrong. I say that, but I'll probably get bored and start betting baseball once. Well, no, the World Series is happening, isn't it? Yeah, fuck that. I don't want to fuck baseball. Uh, yeah, the Brady Rogers matchup, the afternoon game, four twenty-five. Rogers, bud, how we doing? How we fucking doing, Aaron Rodgers? All you hear from all these analysts is, yeah, Tom Brady might be the GOAT, this and yeah, but he's had Bill Belichick and a great defense over the years, blah, blah, blah. But Aaron Rodgers is the real thrower. He's the best thrower of the ball I've ever seen. Shut the fuck up. Rodgers was ass that game. Absolute ass to a game that he absolutely, he needed. it was a statement game. He needed to show up. He absolutely needed to show up, prove himself. I mean, it's not like Brady went crazy, but I mean, it, 10 to 38, like he didn't have to go crazy. Obviously, the defense played incredible. The Buccaneers defense is crazy good, crazy good. I know a little bit more about the offensive side of the ball than the defensive side of the ball, but there were some schemes on defense with the blitz that were just 
holy shit. Green Bay just simply could not. Green Bay's offensive line could not do anything with it. And I don't, I'm not quite sure how good Green Bay's offensive line is, but damn, did they look bad during that game. And the over was, what, 54? So I ended the, or the game ended the third quarter 10 to 38. Any better, any better that goes into that is sitting there being like this, this is going to hit. I don't even need to watch the end of the game. Sure enough, not another fucking point was scored, and it stayed at 48. And I had the over at 54. Yep, I chalked that one up as an early win. Don't count your chickens before they hatch, boys and girls. There are lady gamblers. Shout out to lady gamblers. That one hurt. No, that one really hurt. I've had a couple I've had a couple tough beats this early on, honestly, with that Tyler Hero shot. That one was the worst. That one just there's absolutely you didn't like why shoot that? Why even shoot that? I just don't fucking get it. But that one was just you're sitting there and it's like I need fucking what? I needed yeah, six points. I need one touchdown or two field goals. Like two field goals? Like I expected the way the Bucks were humming that I'd at least get two field goals in, but nope. Sure enough, that stayed at 48 total, and I was I fucking pissed. Uh, so the night game, Sunday night game, Rams-San Francisco. Interesting, interesting matchup. Actually, a really good matchup because I think the Rams, Rams look better than expected this year, and San Fran looks worse than expected this year. And after this game, I really couldn't tell anything from either team, really. I think they're both still about the same, exactly what we think they are at the moment. Rams, or San Fran obviously ended up winning in the end. I had the Rams minus two and a half. But also the total 51 over under, that seems a little high for that game, especially how good San Francisco's defense is. Yeah, the, the Rams, I think the Rams are just missing a name... A big name running back. They probably should have gotten Le'Veon Bell other than the Chiefs. I don't know what the Chiefs are going to do with Le'Veon Bell. I'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, they could just they could use a the a running back. There was a running back that had 88 yards I've never even heard of. Couldn't tell you where he came from. Couldn't tell you nothing about him. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares about that guy? Uh, Cooper Cup looked awful. He's He's looked awful for a while now. I don't know what happened to Cooper Cup. I remember watching him... Last year, I feel like early in the season, he was killing it, and then he just dropped off the face of the earth. I do not know what's wrong. Like, he was just, he wasn't even, he was just dropping passes. It's not like he wasn't even, like, getting open or, like, wasn't running routes well. He was just dropping passes. I've, yeah, a lot of drop passes here recently in the the recent games I've been watching. Mostert was average. The running game, the running game, that, that's the weird thing about San Francisco this game. The running game was very average, and Garoppolo fucking tore it up. Garoppolo, what, 268 yards, three TDs? That's one of the best games I've seen from Garoppolo yet. And Garoppolo, you still, that guy, you you just can't tell. You simply, if San Fran didn't have a good defense, who knows? But I feel, well, he's just got to be a game manager. He's, if San Francisco's defense stays that good, he's just going to continue to be a game manager, GQ model, living in, fuck it, perfect-ass life, no pressure, just all the pressure on the defense. What a, you know, like they lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. Like, you know, what's who cares? Like they lost to the better team, really. 
I mean, obviously you care, but not everybody's coming down on Jimmy Garoppolo fucking murdering him for it. So yeah, he's got, Jimmy Garoppolo's got it pretty fucking good, if you ask me. Pretty fucking good. Monday night, 5 o'clock game, that's cool. Nothing like getting out of work on the East Coast and having a 5 o'clock football game to watch. Especially when it's Chiefs-Bills. Chiefs-Bills, probably game game of the weekend, honestly, even though it's Monday night, blah, blah, blah. But in all reality, it really was an awful game. Not that fun of a game to watch other than Clyde Edward Hilaire. I hope I got that right. He was wild. That rookie's fucking good. That kid's going to be a damn star in this league for a while. 160 yards. I think he had 100 at halftime. My God, was he He was insane. Josh Allen. Josh Allen couldn't throw the ball early. Wasn't great. Ran the ball really well. That's the thing about Josh Allen. Who thought you would have a tall-ass 6'5 white quarterback that can actually run the ball? Like, and I don't mean just like, you know, run out of bounds for six, seven yards. No, that guy, that guy would lower shoulder and truck some of your defensive ends or defensive backs. That guy is not scared to get in the middle of it, which also if I'm a Bills fan, I'd be worried about that because you don't always want that from your quarterback. But that guy's nasty when it comes to running the ball. And um, I, the Chiefs didn't, I'm not impressed by the Chiefs this year. The Chiefs really just didn't look that impressive to me whatsoever. I mean, Pat Mahomes, like, I don't, it's weird, it's weird being a Patriots fan your whole life, and the Patriots are always, like, the number one team, they're this good, and they just dominate teams, and it seems like Brady gets to throw wherever he wants, whenever he wants, these, these really good teams this year, I just haven't been that impressed with, honestly, I was really impressed with the Packers before they just laid this goose egg against the Bucks. the, this, the Bucks this past week, I, I just couldn't tell you. I also went to the season thinking that the Cowboys would win the NFC. So what the fuck do I know, really? But it was just, it was a weird, weird game for the Chiefs, weird game for the Bills. You can't really, you know, if if you're a fan of either team, you can't really take that much from this game, really. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if they both saw each other in playoffs. I just, I'm just not impressed with the Chiefs. Not at all. The Bills, I mean, I'm impressed with the Bills because they didn't win the Super Bowl last year, I guess. Even I mean I love I do love Josh Allen. He's not quite Patrick Mahomes, but dude's got a rocket arm. I do love that. And the, oh, they did add Stephon Diggs. They got Stephon Diggs, John Brown out there, two guys that he can air it out to any time. I just not impressed with the Chiefs. Kansas City minus five and a half. I thought that was too too high. I don't think they're five and a half points better than the Bills. Obviously, why I bet on the Bills, and well, I I did lose so. I guess, what the fuck do I know? Total 55 for the over. Yeah, it should have been an under game. It was rainy, windy. I got to start checking. I got to start checking the weather for some of those games, especially if I'm going to bet the over. I'm not saying I'm going to ever bet the under. Like, don't get it twisted, guys. I would never insinuate that I'd bet an under. But if it's rainy and windy and there's a total of 55, I might bet the under. Don't tell anybody. Fuck it. Night game. Fuck you, Ezekiel Elliott. It's really, that's that's the first thing I have written down. Fuck you, Ezekiel Elliott. World on his shoulder, down in shoulders, down in Dallas. Dude just couldn't hold on to the ball. And if you're a running back like Zeke, like what are you doing? I think I mean I remember watching them both, and I think one was just 
I think one was half warranted, but the other was just bad. Just simply got stripped. One-handed wasn't even, you know, just wasn't bad. Like, it was just bad. Just simply bad. Ezekiel Elliott bad, 49 yards with no Dak. Good work this week, Ezekiel Elliott. Is he as good as we think he is? I don't think I've been impressed with him since early last year. Just like I was saying about fucking Cooper Cup. I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure he did not have a great end of the season last season either. He's just been, you know, middle of the road, really. He's not been playing like a pro bowler. I mean, the only reason he gets as much attention as he does is because he plays in Dallas. And him and, you know, Dak's been by far their MVP this year. Not even fucking close. He goes down, NFC East still wide open. I mean, Andy Dalton, my God. Andy Dalton, I had, okay, also, I had the over in this game, this is why I'm still, like, I had the over in this game, and the Cardinals more than held up their end of the bargain, and Andy Dalton just, I I had too much, I had too much faith on Andy Dalton, that's on me, I, at the end of the day, that's on me, I, I'm an idiot, I actually, I wrote down, like, fuck you, Andy Dalton on here, but you know what, fuck me. Fuck me for thinking that Andy Dalton would step in first game, and I thought he'd sling it, honestly. I thought the score was going to be, you know, at least 24 to, like, 35 or something like that, but no. Nope, they scored uh, they scored three points, and then I turned it off for, like, seven minutes left, and I'm pretty sure they got a touchdown. Like, who who the fuck cares? Padding Andy Dalton's stats just to make him look better. Um, on the other end of the ball, is Arizona good? And, like, I don't say that, like, are the Dolphins good? Like, that's... Is Arizona, like, playoff, like, real-ass good? Because, I mean, Kyler Murray, Kyler, he was only 9 for 24, but he had a couple shot plays that were just, went for big touchdowns, and he was just, he made a couple just real-ass passes, and that guy can fucking run the ball. I have a note here, just Kyler Murray confirmed very fast. I think that's basically what you need to say about him, just very fucking fast. Very shifty. Uh, it's weird. Like, watching Lamar run, it seems like he, Lamar has more moves than Kyler Murray does. But Kyler Murray's got, like, this weird deceptive... Like, he knows exactly the right angles to kind of stop and start and beat the defensive ends. Where Lamar will, like, juke you twice, spin move, get by you, you know, like, get out of the tackle real quick. But something about Kyler Murray, man. I think I think I'm becoming a Kyler Murray guy. The dude's fucking nice. The Cardinals might be nice. Their defense look great. I mean, Cowboys. The Cowboys wide receivers are. They've got a great wide receiver core, and shut them the fuck down. I mean, they stripped Zeke twice. I mean, the Cardinals might be for fucking real. You know, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, another yeah, another thing about Kyler Murray. DeAndre Hopkins was telling a story that. I think he's been in what in the league eight years. Out of the eight years he's been in the league, he's never had a quarterback like really yell at him or dig into him until Kyler Murray. It's Kyler Murray's second year in the league. If that doesn't get you fired up about your quarterback, I don't know will what will because holy shit that that just gets me fired up talking about it. Honestly, like that kid's a fucking stud. I am hopping on the Kyler Murray bandwagon right now, written in stone. Or spoken in stone. However you want to fucking take it. And uh, yeah, Dallas minus one. Why the fuck didn't I take the Cardinals? That's all I am That's all I can think after that game. Why the fuck didn't I take the Cardinals? 
I believed in Andy Dalton. That's that's why I didn't take the Cardinals. Do you sound? Do you see how stupid that sounds? And I'm, I'm gonna say it again. I believed in Andy Dalton. What the fuck, Alex? You fucking idiot. See, this is this is the point in gambling where I'm just I'm overthinking it. I that's where the beginner luck comes from. Where you just kind of I think I picked. I think I picked all favorites the week before, and I was like, yeah, obviously they're going to win. Obviously they're going to win, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, it worked out really well for me. And now I'm sitting here, and it's like, man, I tell you what, the Red Rocket, man, he'll step into that offense, and they won't even miss a beat. Who the fuck was I kidding? I'm a fucking idiot. I have nobody to blame but myself for that one. Dumb. Just absolutely dumb. Yeah, over. Yeah, the over under 54 and a half. It was 0-0 after the first quarter. I knew that was basically done by the time... Well, I mean, Arizona scored three touchdowns pretty quick there. I just needed anything from the Cowboys. And then Michael Gallup dropped a wide-open touchdown, and it was basically over after that. Fucking pissed. Fuck you, Ezekiel Elliott. And then fuck me for believing in Andy Dalton. Fuck that game. Shout out Kyler Murray. All right, so that, that wraps everything up for this last Sunday. I I went into the week loving the board. Absolutely loving the board, and I just came in on the other side, not looking very great, not very great at all. I got a, I got a nice Venmo charge from my bookie this morning, and it was, yeah, pretty steep, not fun. So for the uh, Thursday night pick, Thursday night, I'm gonna hopefully be getting the next podcast out Friday or Saturday for all the picks for the upcoming week. The plan is to kind of do to do two a week. Basically a recap and then picks for the next picks and just overview of the next week ahead of us. You get my expertise. You can take my bets and you, hell, you could fade me. If you fade me this week, it would have been five and three. And for people who don't know what a fade is, it's just basically picking opposite to whatever I pick, which I think would actually be fucking fun if one of my friends were to do that. Sid St. Peter, I'm specifically talking to you because you would fucking love that shit. And you'd probably win some fucking money because I'm an idiot. So, yeah, Thursday night pick, Philly minus four against the Giants. Hammer the Eagles. Hammer the Eagles. Giants feeling too good after their first win. I'm big on that kind of stuff. When it's a bad team that gets their first win, I'm always just bet against them the next game. But if it's a good team that just got a bad loss... Bet on them the game after that, always. Just like the the Packers. I think the Packers play in Houston next Sunday. Bro, put 500 bucks on the Packers. I don't think I can tell you to do that. 1-800 gambling problem, blah, blah, blah. But that's basically, those are both locks. That's, I don't know if that that's my lock. No, Thursday night's not my lock of the week. But, I mean, the over is also 43 and a half. I know the Giants can't score, but damn, 43 and a half seems low. Seems really low to me. And yeah, so next podcast be coming out hopefully Friday or Saturday. Going to have some picks up. Maybe have the homie O'Hara on Friday, see if he wants to get some picks in, do this or that. And yeah, this is me signing off.